You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey everyone, this is Mark Says Hi and Matt Kleinschmidt from the Laugh Button Podcast. Before we get to our latest episode, which will feature Big J. Okerson and Ralph Sutton from the SDR Show. That was a pretty good computer insert voice you did there, Matt. Before we get to them, we got a major announcement here. The Laugh Button Live, our latest edition of the show. We can't wait for this. We're super excited. If you don't live in New York City, move here already. Get here. Seriously. Live the dream. And then you'll get to experience things like this. Saturday, May 30th at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City, 7 p.m. The Laugh Button Live presented by BookCon. So everyone who has a ticket to BookCon can come to the show. Everyone who wants to buy a ticket to the show can get into BookCon. You see how that works? We got performing live. John Legg. Wazamo, awesome. Judah Friedlander, awesome. Robert Kelly, awesome. Liz Winston, awesome. and Sarah Benincasa. Awesome. Yes. So the show's pretty much going to be awesome. awesome. I think that's what we're telling you here. It's Go to the laughbutton.com. You can get all the information. We'll direct you to BookCon so you can get your hands on a badge. And then all badge holders are getting into this, the Laugh Button Live show, for free. For free. For free. For free. You want to see Ghetto Clown? I do want to see Ghetto Kellen. Do you want to see the world champion? I do want to see the world champ. Do you want to see the creator of The Daily Show? The co-creator of The Daily Show. Well, it, which is also a creator, I mean. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay. okay. And, and Louis' brother. Yeah, that's true. Bobby. And Ro- Ro- Bobby Kelly, of course, from, from Riotcast. Let's do it. And our very lovely host, Sarah Benincasa. They're all going to be there. It's going to be sweet. All right, now it's time for the Laugh Button Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riot Cast Network. My name is Mark Seaman. That's unfortunate, but fortunately, I'm joined as always by Matt Kleinschmidt. And uh, Matt, I'll let you do the honors here. You never get to intro anything. Ever. I don't. I don't. I never do. So I'm going to let you do this one. If okay. That's cool. Because you were really excited about yes, this. Yes, we uh, have we have Ralph Sutton and Jay Okerson from, well, Big Jay Okerson from the SDR show, Sex, Drug, and Ralph Ro- Rock and Roll. terrible intro. Yeah, no, that was really, you know what's funny? Jesus. Is that I was expecting so much more. Oh, sorry, guys. I've known this guy for blah, blah, blah. Well, well Jay, and I, Jay and I have some history. And but, not only uh, that, Jay has far more credits than the SDR show. Well, yeah, but that's you're here. <laughs> you're the, the SDR, SDR show. show. That's what you are. You're that. together. So, you, no so you guys, you guys see why I don't let him do the intros. But, but he was <laughs> bullshit. Really <laughs> jazzed. He was like, I know it's hard. Dude, this is going to be great. He's like, we're going to get there an hour early. If I'm that's gonna, his cookies. I'd hate to see his. Not. <laughs> he got on the high dive and he fucking stuttered and you went down your belly. <laughs> went for the triple I regret and it everything happen. already. We're about a minute into this thing. So Matt, let's give you. We'll give you a second chance. No, I don't want it. Your swim, I don't want it. Your swim cap came off in the middle of the dive. You unhinged. I do not want it. A little poo came out when you hit the water. Matt, you do seem like the type of guy that would wear a swim cap. Really? I, I, will, I will give him that. Do, you, I, do, do I, you, I even look at the type of guy that would go in water? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? Belly flop style, I would think so. Big fellas love water. Yeah, yeah not it's on, the only time not on purpose. <laughs> not not you know, the 900 meter dash yeah. of any sort, but I'm never going to space. When the fuck is a fat guy going to feel <laughs> weightless? I could throw side karate kicks like Liu Kang. <laughs> <laughs> I could fly like Superman. You're acting out all the double dragon. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say a double dragon. Every, oh, yeah. Spin kicks. Kung fu. That was a good one, too. And I bring right? my chick in the water and I just I beat the shit out of her in water. It's fantastic. <laughs> There's a great video clip of a guy doing a bunch of wrestling finishing moves on his girlfriend into the pool. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> great. I was like, all of my friends tried this as, as 14 year olds. It's a good girl right there. Yeah. <laughs> RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> were, you guys were hardcore into wrestling as kids, I take it? Much I was when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah, who was, your, who was your guy? Who was your. 
when I was a real little kid, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, yeah, Steamboat I thought was, was the shit. Yeah. And then as I got uh, a little older, I just didn't, I don't know, I thought like Goldberg was awesome in his run. Mm -hmm. I loved uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. I thought it was fucking great. So that was WCW, color. wasn't all what that? Year, what I did like a lot of WCW. I, I got out of WWE, and then, and then you know, when The Rock came huge, like, yeah. That was unreal, man. Yeah, I never saw a guy in rock and yeah. way, way early in me doing comedy. Me and Kurt Metzger went to a uh, a Raw uh, one night, and the Rock. It was the Rock was his, like the height of his popularity before you know, at, before, right, when he, right when he hit the height of his yeah, popularity. Right. Not, like, before he became a movie star, and it was like yeah. fucking, so. Stone yeah. Cold was it was like Rock Stone Cold were kind of well, yeah, yeah. Stone, Stone Cold, Cold was still huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone Cold had some like injury problems too, and that's when the Rock became huge. Yeah, and, and the Rock was big. Was, and, yeah. and and when when Raw's over, when the taping's over. Rock comes back out and oh, does yeah? like 15, 20 minutes just like hyping the crowd and talking all his lines and the fucking place went nuts. It was nuts. great. Yeah, it was awesome. If people you... used to tell me I look like The Undertaker when I had long hair. <laughs> I can see that. You got the height of The Undertaker, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but Paul Bearer passed away, right? He's, I think he's dead. Yes, dude. I think he died. Halloween, Undertaker and I'll be Paul Bearer. <laughs> That's you guys that visual gotta, yeah, that is incredible. You do if you guys ever get the chance to interview wrestlers, you got to do it. Uh, Stone Cold told me a great story about how Yokozuna did like a, a like a sit move on him, and and he just shit his pants, and he oh. had to, and he had to like he had to like tap, do some weird like Stone Cold shit his pants. Yeah, Stone Cold shit his pants, oh. and and he had to do some special like tap code to be like, Yo, dude, I shit my pants. Like we got to end this match. I got to get the fuck out of here. There's a shit my pants. That's code an awesome thing. That oh yeah, three <laughs> taps followed by two taps means I shit my pants. <laughs> he he was like, Oh, thank God. I was wearing black trunks that night. Like it was a mess. Like disgusting. Yeah. And are you saying we should interview wrestlers so that they can just shit to get shit pants. stories? Yeah, oh, just okay. to get shit stories. I thought it was you're saying Yokozuna did a sit move on him, and then Yokozuna shit his pants. <laughs> that's where, I thought, you, that's where oh. I thought he was going. Yeah, it was uh, no, like no. When, a, when you ever hold a baby and the, and the shits in the and you feel it like actually shit oh. in your hand, basically. <laughs> I wonder if it was like that on your chest. From a gigantic Stop it, Jay. You're turning me Japanese on. guy. I know. I'm seeing if you get a boner. I see you pulling your shirt down to hide your boner. He, did, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did back away from the table a couple <laughs> inches. So. <laughs> so first off, uh, congrats on the show, guys. One year in the books, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Indeed. So that's pretty cool. And uh, what have you learned about yourselves? <laughs> Let's reflect. I'll tell you what I've learned is Ralph is a fantastic partner for making bizarrely filthy things happen it's <laughs> I, i've done Le i've done legion of skanks podcast for years now right. and every guy together and apart on that show has been naked in front of each other <laughs> we've been naked in front of guests all kinds of weird uh things like that never even had one nipple out on that show ever in the entire history of legion of skanks not one nipple uh, I've done one I've female. Done, I've done radio. Yeah, 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 I've done yeah, radio yeah. with Soder. I, I, I kind of had knew where he was going. With I've that. done radio yeah. with Soder and uh, Dan Soder, and we. It's it's pretty it's funny, but it's very vanilla in sense. And and me and Ralph, for whatever reason, we've had girls pee on our feet. Yeah, we've had girls <laughs> squirt for distance and accuracy. Yeah. Just in and up. In, 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 in a studio in the yeah. back of Ralph's apartment, we've and, had uh, several naked girls. We've had several naked girls, girls, like doing like uh, the sparkler. Uh, yeah, the girls grinding the, the oh, sander like the on metal, their, yeah the, on the bra, oh, metal bra. Okay, we've had uh, we drank wine off of a girl's butthole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a bizarre ride, <laughs> but every That's week year I look one. So, yeah, look, last year week one. last week we had a cancellation of a girl who supposedly was going to take 12-inch black dildo in her butthole. 
And when she canceled, it was like someone told me Santa wasn't here. <laughs> it, it broke. But here's my heart. what happened. It took my day. I, I I ended up just going over to Ralph's and sitting there yeah. with him. So I, was like, I, I, I need to be. And here. he was just lamenting over the yes, black dildo and petting the box and crying. <laughs> one day, one day soon. Why didn't we save the but receipt? Here, I mean, Jay doesn't know this, but I'll tell you what I heard. That she texted me, not her, but uh, the publicist. That she had some sort of like you, food you, well, hold on, you coordinated this with the her publicist, publicist yeah. <laughs> and she said that <laughs> she was afraid better. that if she did it, it was going to be messy. Yes, that's the. Whole I don't want to see. She, it's in my apartment, dude. True. All right. <laughs> Is there anything off limits for you guys? Like, no. do you draw the line at anything? If I- in life? No, not in life. In like for the well, I guess that would be in life. Yeah, because if you're willing though, no. to do in my life, my limits you're, you're, you are know? far, far further on the show. For the purpose of the show, I'll do pretty much anything. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Ralph breaks. For, yeah. R- Ralph breaks down a lot of his uh, morals for the show, which is very impressive. <laughs> I'm kind of in the wheelhouse of all these things. You know what? I, especially with going like that, like deviant sexuality. Like I'm not a big drugs guy or anything, so it's not like. You know, if someone was really like, want to try heroin for the show? I'm like, no. <laughs> no yeah. I've, I've, I've never done mushrooms in my yeah. life. When we hit a million downloads, which is unfortunately for me, quickly becoming very soon, I'm going to do mushrooms for <laughs> oh, the first okay. time on the well, air. Well, you had yeah. a terrible experience. What, was it a pop brownie? Yeah. No, it was a, no, a, it was a edible. 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 A gummy. Oh, okay, a okay. gummy. That was a really tough Yeah, like you like melted down. In, in, like... in the defense of the gummy, it was great until that schmuck ruined it for me. But on air with uh, Heather Hunter... Yeah. And up until we got to the comedy club, all of it was great. It's just that that schmuck. Yeah, a guy, podcast. a guy, got next to him and started doing the old like, "Man, you're freaking out, dude. You really." <laughs> every, everyone knows. Everyone knows you. Everyone and knows. that's not even so bad to me. But yeah. what he started saying to me that made it bad was, "You're freaking everyone else out." Because ah. I don't care if I was like, if I'm freaking out. I'm like, all right, well, I'm I'm in the corner. I'm by myself. But when he started saying you're freaking everyone else out, I thought maybe I was like yelling at people and didn't realize it, that I was pissing Jay off. You know, so that's when I decided it was time to put My favorite thing, uh, Ralph goes, hey, man, I think I'm going to get out of here. Uh, we were at the stand, and yeah. I, go, uh, I go, all right, dude, you know what? I go, I left... Uh I forget if that's like weed I left or something. Weed yeah, I, left weed, yeah. I left weed at your house anyway. Go, you know what? I go, let me go. I knew he was getting like... Itchy, Anti, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, I'll I'll share a cab with you back there, and then I'll come back here. And I told everyone, I'm like, I'll be back here in 15 minutes. No big deal. Which I, I actually was funny is to be panicky. It actually got weirder and, and weirder with traffic because that whole explosion yeah, thing explosion happened. Of a... So oh, that, that same night, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it wasn't the same night, but it was like a couple like it was like a week later. So okay. the, the street was still shut down a lot, right? And but I go to Ralph. I go, I, I go, cool. Let me go tell uh, you know Christine or whatever that I'm gonna be back in 15 minutes, and I'll leave with you. He goes, okay. I go wait here, and then I go tell Christine, and Ralph is hightailing out of the club. <laughs> He's walking like a like when they show crackheads walking in movies, like looking around, right, right into the middle of the he second. He fucking avenue. froggers right into the middle of the street to the double yellow line that splits uh, Third Avenue right there. <laughs> Third avenue. I'm like Busy Ralph, Ralph. Ralph. It wasn't yeah. this time. I'm calling oh. for him, and we get in a cab. <laughs> then we get a cab. This 15 minute this 15 minute ride. 25 minutes later, we're just sitting in a traffic jam in a cab. Yeah. I'm like, let's get out of here and walk. And it wasn't necessarily a close walk where we were at, but I'm like, let's just get out and get some air. Yeah. And we'll get. And then uh, and I, I walked you back to your place. I, I got think my weed, was- and I left. And I thought I really thought by that point I was like, I'm like, you good, dude? And you were like, you're like, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. And that was just the beginning of the ride. That was the beginning of the ride. It got much worse. <laughs> and as we said it on the podcast, but for about three hours, I'm lying in my bed. Firmly believing, without a doubt, <laughs> that my life was a reality show, and everybody at the stand because that night, like Sal Volcano from Practical Jokers yeah. was there, Ari Shafir was there, Jay, Jay, his his woman Christine, they were all watching me in my bed, <laughs> and I didn't want to take a shit. 
I didn't want to <laughs> get naked. I was just lying in my bed, and my mentality was, I'm going to be as boring as possible, mm-hmm. and they'll stop watching me. Right. Did you see the red light on the on the uh, yeah. on the bonsai tree? Yeah. You knew it was recording. <laughs> I put a I, I, yeah the, na- a the nanny yeah, so, cam. What's so how nanny did you think cam? they were watching you? They were sitting like, I just saw the there stand cameras everywhere. Like yeah. I actually had a vision that in my head they they were all at the stand watching me on monitors <laughs> and re- I'm commenting everything I did. That's Mr. Green Thumbs Gummies, everybody. Mr. Green Thumbs Gummies. No, was it some um, no, Hermanos? It's something. It was, I don't know what it was Los called. Polios I'm just saying like, that should be a commercial for it. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. That was a. You ever want to feel I, like someone's watching? I, you? Like a week later, I, he was already came on the following week to mm-hmm. uh, recap the whole story with us, and then he gave me another one, and I did a I did that with these two girls, and you know I gave, I just took a little like an ear that time, and I had a, a really fun night with these two girls. It was good. Know, yeah, I don't know if I told you that, but it yeah. hit you right. Yeah, it hit me right because this time I took three quarters of it that yeah. first night. This time I took maybe like less than a third. of How it. How fun was the fun night? What do you it mean? was fun. No, we didn't have sex with either of them, but we, there was nudity and, and kissing involved. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> there was drugs 18? and half sex. That was, oh, it was sex like it was weird because one girl was into <laughs> it. It's been the bottle. <laughs> one girl I, yeah, I've never into heard it, so. someone describe second base so eloquently. It was a fun night of second base. It just wasn't. One girl wasn't into it. That was the problem. So it was that girl was trying to. I'm sure you was the better looking girl. The no, it was the least attractive girl. The blonde was the one I brought to Legion. You remember her? Yeah, and her girlfriend. But her girlfriend, she, w- she was definitely heavier and definitely a Miss Complaining Pants. Really? <laughs> yeah. And was I she just, naked, though? She was topless. She wouldn't get <laughs> naked. There is something funny, though, about a reluctant top. Was a cool. <laughs> I, I have seen that once or twice in my it's life. It's usually, it's usually like, like more like a jokey situation, not like in a personal situation, because <laughs> I, I would see that like weirdness coming before a girl was topless where I wouldn't be in there. But in a funny, like, ah, we're all hanging out. It's like me and right. two buddies and two other, and we're in like a hotel or something like that. And, a, and just one of them that's half doing everything. that You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. she's, she's like in a thong and topless, but she's just, but she's just sitting there. She's like... Guys, I really do have to be up like at nine tomorrow. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god, you can't say you can't have your tits and half pussy out and and be that weird about it. One of my favorite stories. So hot in here. One of my, I know it is. I'm sorry really to kill the just, air conditioner. Just, just turn it on, man. All right, no, no, no one will hear it. One of my fine. best friends, Paul, his one and only threesome was with two girls, and one of them only had her uh, top off and panties. And I think we may have talked about this, but afterwards he found out that it's because she was a, a transsexual. Perfect. And he found out <laughs> after the fact. It's better to find out after than during. Yeah, that's true. This is very true. This is very true. Right? I mean, if you fuck a train and later goes, by the way, I had a dick, you're like, I, I, what am I going to yeah. beat myself up about that now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 if she yeah. goes, by the way, I have a dick and you're already like, and you're, you're already sucking it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I have a dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> then what's this huge clip doing here? No, no, that's that's it. Actually. And I, I made out with a, a tranny not knowingly. We, we yeah, said it right. on the uh, right. podcast. I didn't get angry. Just, you know, it's something that happened. So well, she, it's kind of par for the course. The show's called Sex, Drugs, yeah, and Rock and Roll. Yeah, that exactly. stuff's got to happen, you know? Well, no, I never... <laughs> I never... I never uh, I, oh, no, I guess, yeah. I guess I fucking... Got my dick touched by a fucking dude. Yeah, I heard that story. Okay, Times Square. Well, real real quick, what came first for you guys? Sex, drugs, or the rock and roll? In life? Yeah, in life. What came first? For me, ironically, the... uh, the, Well, I mean, technically, I guess the rock and roll. I was... But really, sex was first because I wasn't into rock full force until I was about 17. But you weren't a full force, ironically. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was. 
<laughs> I was a break dancer. It's a, it's a known That's fact right. on the show. So up until I was about... 17 was when I made the big switch over. I'm trying to remember what your nickname was. Have you guys heard of G Wiz? Have you guys heard of local breakdance legend G Wiz? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at him if you didn't know that. What was your special move? What was your uh, go-to? The, well, G Wiz stands for the Glide Wizard. Yes. Because I was very yes. good at hand glides. <laughs> yeah, I, was all I, can't, I can't picture it just looking at well, you right I'm, now. I was 5'7 at the time. Okay. I'm 6'5 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different time. Like, In fact, you know, we, we had a couple of listeners... You grew uh, into you grew into rock and roll. I grew into rock and roll. <laughs> I had a few uh, listeners tweet that they had, they were holding the Crush Groove movie that I was in. Okay, I'm like you're not gonna find me. I was five seven. I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. You're not I had, you're not gonna find me. It's just not gonna. Why happen. is it your credit? It's your breakdancing credit. It's my breakdancing credit. <laughs> I was in the movie. I I got paid for the day. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. The That's Glide amazing. Wizard. What, what were they paying breakdancers back that then? That was nothing. Like, it was $80 for the day. 80 bucks. Oh. Yeah, but what's funny is that our scene pretty much got completely cut. Yeah. You know, but we still were in the movie. There like was for a, scene a second. For a, like, literally like less than a second we're in the movie, but right. mm-hmm. we were there for like eight hours. Now, almost. honestly, how long were you using that credit to your advantage? No, never. I just, it's a funny, <laughs> like, like I have a lot of weird footnotes in my life where I was like, when I was wanted by the FBI for computer hacking, that's weird. You know, uh, what, what? Every yeah. movie in the nineties was based off of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ralph was Enemy of the State and Hackers. You were in Hackers. War games, well, yeah, War Games. Right? By the way, ha- Hackers doesn't hold up if you've watched it recently. The tech oh, was it why, good at wh- one point? Why? Because well, of the twenty seven hundred K modem or whatever. That <laughs> no, there no doesn't hold up. Just, just, no tech movies no, no, ever yeah. feel real. Yeah. Well, I love. I, I just went through the net with uh, Sandra Bullock. Doesn't hold up. I, I just what? went. I just went through movie tech fucking shit. I just went through all of Twin Peaks with Christine. Oh, okay. And like, it is funny. Like that, you know. it's Eighty nine ninety, right? And just the technology that that even when the guy brought a laptop, it was so fucking big <laughs> and clunky. Was it? They, had, they had a bunch. They had a bunch <laughs> of the uh, the bunch of the Mac computers were in it, like the, like this the, the multi colored one. Oh, not even oh, that, just oh, the, no, 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 not no. The I'm oh, the Macintosh. Macintosh oh, computer oh, okay. it was like it was like the monitor was like kind of really small. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. it had the hard disk drive right, right in the front of it. Well, funny thing about that, since we're talking about tech and movies, the first Fast and the Furious movie, Vin, Diz- v- Vin Diesel like throws in a floppy disk into a computer. Oh, gee, when, what, what year was really? the first one? I know. There was some website that listed how many movies would be over ninety thousand. No, no. I don't know. Yeah, we can find that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Would be over think, if they yeah. were done today with new technology. You know, if you had a phone, if you had GPS, so many concepts oh, yeah, of movies yeah, 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 totally. would be over in a second oh, if you yeah. could just call the person. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like. I said that was one of my favorite games. I used to do with, with Metro all the time. Like, what would the movie be? <laughs> I think we pitched this even to, or, uh, to Chappelle show. Even it was like, what was it how fast movies end if there's just like one different decision yeah. made? <laughs> or like, what if Rambo, it, Rambo just accepted the ride from the cop and then he was like, "Thanks for the ride, man." <laughs> <laughs> just kept going to his right. <laughs> movie's <laughs> over. That's it. Jeez. What was the first one actually called? Is it the Fast and the Furious? The Fast yeah. and the Furious. Yeah, two thousand one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Two thousand one. Yeah. It is amazing that when it's you crazy. think about the the exponential advance of technology that it's so advanced on only less than a decade ago yeah. we were holding these big idiotic things it's really funny you know it just changed the world well, I never Pod- had I never had a Zach Morris yeah I never had my, my parents did have a, a car phone though where you had to put the antenna on top of the car and then there was really? that big box my that dad had that too the... had like the bag with yeah the, with the... My, actually had like a, actually had like a receiver to put the phone yeah. onto yeah, right? yeah. You did. my parents <laughs> uh, they had a, a beach house my father had a beach house in the Hamptons you guys grew up so much I grew up very, than no my dad was just my dad just did a lot of tech for the, vehicles, the phone was worth so more he... than the car by the way just yeah, yeah. You know. when he I put an antenna on his roof that was at like maybe 20 feet high attached to a regular wireless phone okay. at the time okay but it gave us a two mile range on a regular you know, wireless phones have been around since yeah, the yeah. 70s yeah. totally so he would take that phone and walk up and down the streets of 
in the Hamptons, and people thought he had like a phone. I couldn't believe it when it would <laughs> ring because it was just a wireless connected to the house. That's uh, awesome. That's it's crazy, but all that's even changed. Like we we uh, we were talking the other day, me and my girl about just like the whole difference in like what that technology like takes away, like markets completely. Just like you know how the music yep. industry was taken away by yeah. the iPod yeah. Uber. Yeah. stuff, just completely. stolen. And, yeah. and, and yeah. Uber, yeah, Uber. Uber's going in now, but I mean, just even like the basics of like. Uh, like I remember, like if a buddy moved to like a, a like an hour away from me, it was like fucking like I'll yeah, never you see ask your mom yeah. before you can call him because <laughs> it was going to cost a little bit, right? right. And you'd right. find out the zoning; it was like you know, eleven cents a minute to call. But, I mean, I lived in like we'll say like South Jersey or Philly, one of those yeah, two places. Same area I grew up in. Yeah, in that area. But I mean, I, I don't remember which time. But when a buddy of mine moved to Princeton, New Jersey, and it was like a fucking thing to call him. <laughs> yeah, I, I called the, the phone company to see if we can get like a, a plan like for that area because like one of my best friends. You know, what yeah. I mean, I was like, it was such a weird. And now it's like you couldn't even. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think to call out of the country half the I'm time. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going to be worse, like you know, fifty cents a minute. I got to make this phone call. I still have unlimited data on my cell. I do too. Me too. I, I just, will not, I just, I will not change. change. They, got, they got Christine. They got my girl this year. Oh, they got her. I will not change. One of my friends, which is crazy, he had unlimited international calling. What? He had a very old Jeez. phone, never wow. changed it, and that was his deal. But then he wanted an iPhone, didn't want to pay for it, and he gave that up, which I can't believe. Anyone uh. who's going to give up, the, and, and look, I, I, I don't know if it's worked necessarily bad for Christine in the way her life works, I guess, but for me, if anyone's ever thinking about giving up, letting them talk you out of that, being grandfathered into unlimited data, I will always explain. I did Sturgis mm-hmm. Festival, and I had a trailer. They gave me a trailer to stay in while I was out there doing this. I did a TV show, and it was fine. It was nice, but yeah. there's no TV or cable yeah. or anything. Like right. that. I go back to my thing, and ironically, I, doing a off TV of my show 4G because I have unlimited data. I watch Netflix on my phone, right. and that was priceless. Yeah, I mean, in the same respect. Because, by the way, you couldn't do it. One, you watch one movie on, I assume a movie on Netflix streaming on your data is uh, your month's toast. data. Yeah, it's at least a gig, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be crazy. So it's like, I watched multiple documentaries and movies every day. I hosted uh, the M3 Rock Festival in uh, Maryland a couple weeks ago, and I put up probably 50 videos and pictures. I don't think twice about it. There's no Wi-Fi there. For I have right. unlimited. What do I care? And someone actually commented on it, like, "Wow, you must have a great data plan because most people will not do that. They'll wait for the Wi-Fi." Yeah, yeah. I'm grandfathered in, not changing it. I I just recently changed it over because I just did the math, and like the last like four years, I never went over like a gig and a half ever. Oh, I my and, la- and last month I was 15 gigs. See, and they ne- and they because I always am connected to a Wi-Fi between work and home, and they and lower your bill. Oh, see, that's and, the thing too. I never, I never, I know a lot of people care about that. And I never when you get to a place or like a restaurant, like what's the Wi-Fi yeah. here? I'm like, oh no, no. I I don't, no, yeah, I don't. You do, can guess it half the time. You just, I don't do whatever that. the restaurant is, and then that's the, also the password. <laughs> yeah. They they don't they don't try very hard. No, I don't. I don't do that. Yeah. But I've just it's just it's never been a problem. And then AT and T now has rollover data, just like they used to, have, they used to do rollover it's minutes. Not, it's only to the next month. It's yeah, not but forever. that they just rolled it out though. So I'm assuming in the next couple of years, competition will basically make it that you get the rollover for a couple. Remember, of you had to give a shit about it. Doesn't, it just doesn't. It, I've never I used it. So remember trying to put all your phone calls off till after seven p.m. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was a thing. What invention? Do you think uh, has been for the worst, guys? Like, like All things that has changed I, the I game. Oh yeah, the phone's awesome, but it sucks at the same time. Technology mm-hmm. has destroyed most creative outlets because the barrier to entry is so low. Yeah. Now any schmuck is a photographer, a right. DJ, uh, a podcaster. You could do everything with a phone, and if you're good at any of those things, it's irrelevant now because you have to wade through thousands of shit 
to find the one good person. How, how good do you think the oh, mayor of whatever town is, like, that used Foursquare? Like, you know, yeah. he built up all that, like, yeah. I'm the fucking man. Like, who even yeah. cares? No, shit. no really, yeah. it, it's, I think it, it takes away, I've said that in, like, you know, in pieces of jokes I've said on stage, but the reality is, cause I have a 12-year-old daughter, and I mean, like, she says, no, uh, literally, she tells me her dream is to be a model, actress, singer. Uh. It's like nothing, <laughs> not, not like, you know, uh, not, not, look, not that a 12 year old girl is going to say an engineer, yeah, yeah. but gone are like the policewoman, mm. uh, you know, Astronaut. doctor. Astronaut. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's nothing. It's, she, goes, she just wants to be like, well, I can go on. She watches. I mean, I just paid, I, I told this on a couple podcasts too, but, uh, but I just paid. 50 some dollars a ticket and and she bought a bunch of merch for a guy to go to wet we were talking about this earl- a little earlier she went to webster hall for i thought i thought it was a concert of some sort yeah. right it's just a vine celebrity the kid doesn't sing he doesn't rap but he's got abs and he's skinny and he dresses in like you know very pink and bluey clothing and you know wears headbands and shit and and you know i guess he strikes my daughter in some way that's uh, new to her and and, and and amongst, but what does he do? Th- Three thousand yeah. other guys. He he does a meet and greet for two hours. You, sh- you get to take a picture with Wait, him. Wait, that's it. You. And you then pay fifty bucks to get. And in then for they me? go into the showroom, and he fucking uh, he jumps around and sings along the top forty songs. Oh my god! And Webster Hall is not a small venue. It's like what thirty five hundred. Yeah, Dude, that's it so was sold de- out. That depresses Jeez, me, that man. Is very well, Fifty bucks a ticket. I was Park did that out. whole episode about Fucking you know a, it was like man. a two or three part episode about how the technology the kids today not to sound like an old geezer yeah. but like Pootie Pie was in it. I don't even know, know who that is, but he's the most popular YouTuber on the planet right now, and all he does is comment on people playing video games, and he's making yeah. several million dollars a year. Well, these unboxing videos that children watch. I have nieces. Yeah. I have nieces, and like it's just someone opening a new Disney character uh, in a box, and yeah. the, the millions of hits on YouTube. There's there's men, grown men, who have quit jobs because their three year old loves watching these like YouTube videos, and they have their kids play these little things. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Jay, I want to ask you: How old was your daughter when she realized what you do? For a living, oh, that's a good and, question. And what and what was that like? That I, I'm a comedian, or the kind of comedian I am. Well, just you no. Know, first, that you're a comedian. Um, she was pretty young. I say she probably realized it about like six or so. I'd Has say. she been to some shows? No. Yeah, I she's, mean, I, I she's mean, like senior stand up or anything. Or? No, 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 <laughs> not even on TV. Well, not not that you know of, or or that you like, look. Yeah, she may she have found. Home I'm, I'm sure, look, I'm sure she's may have. She's had to have looked. Like yeah. That. And it's, uh, but I don't know how much she has, man, because she doesn't like find it, it to be. Uh, Why don't you think about this? Why don't you bounce around singing to some pop songs? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. She's she's she looking fi- in the opposite corners. But I know she doesn't find it yeah. uh, cool, or else she doesn't. At least she doesn't tell me or, or make it seem like that to me. She seems thoroughly unimpressed, but she never knows anything else either. Right? You yeah, because it's dad. You know, it's Christine not, always says. Christine always say too. It's such a cool thing for her to even hear, like. You know, I have a 12-year-old daughter who who grew up like her memories are like Thanksgiving at Patrice's house and you right. know Kurt Metzger's her godfather. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. These people she's just been around like you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting personality. So she does she definitely knows what we all do and she's seen is she a she's fan seen, of comedy she's, by she's the way? Like, bu- does she like no, stand up at all? No. She's she's seen a bunch of people that she knows do you know, well, that's she, just you know, normal. That's normal. When she for sees her, when yeah, she sees so. Kurt has like an hour special, it doesn't blow her mind because it's not new stuff to her. It's all just like, yeah, I'm, I think it's also know. though. I would think <laughs> that Kurt. the stand-up comedy <laughs> world is so far removed from a twelve-year-old. 
It is. No, it, well, not for me. I was into it very much when I was twelve. But it's years a different old. Yeah, but you can't go to the you couldn't get in the clubs. You oh no, no, no. As I'm saying, so she yeah, she doesn't really. Get, she's come to clubs before and like waited in the lot. You know, people waited on tables stuff like that. Like, you know, her mom worked at a. <laughs> did a, her, did mom, a her mom worked at a comedy spot club. Set. Yeah, you know, okay. when I met her, so she knows like staff at places and everything. And she's like, I think she even came to the stand kind of recently and just hung up upstairs and just had some food. And stuff. But she's like, uh, but yeah, she. I mean. She, what she knows is that what I do is inappropriate. Uh, what I know, I know that she knows it's inappropriate for her to listen to, <laughs> and she's not allowed to, and she and she gets that. But but she likes if like uh, if I get rec- I, I know she likes if I get recognized while I'm with her. But then she tries to like just shoot it down like it's no big deal. Right? It'd be cool. So if the next oh, I thought time it was a friend of yours. She hands out her modeling comp card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if if she came to you one day and said, "Hey, you know what? This is what I want to do. I want to do what you do." How would you feel about that? Pretty like good. You would, yeah, would sure. Yeah, Maybe, that's good. I that's good. That. I mean, like, I, I, cool. I, I, I'd be upset if she made one of my favorite moments this year was on a Burt Cast, Burt Kreischer's yeah. podcast. When he had, because I always tell the story of like I did. I dropped out of school like after my first open mic of of college. Mm-hmm. I was only there for like a month. It was a community college. Yeah, then you had Camden like a meal with a college. friend, and your friend said oh, she was very disappointing in you for not. My mom was. My mom was. Uh, yeah, but that's. But she's the one that. That's. Yes, yeah, she told me I should try it. Yeah. I tried it after you know a few weeks of chickening out, and then I did they it. And one I dropped out of college because I've heard that story. I want to ask you one question before you say that. Sure. How much prep did you put into your first set ever? Um, I wrote like the whole. You wrote thing. the whole bunch. Of, I mean, it was such like. All I don't remember any of the jokes other than remembering it, there was definitely like self-deprecating fat jokes and stuff about Jerry Springer. It was, like, <laughs> the most obvious stuff in the world to me. You know what I mean? Just like the most obvious things, but it went well the first time. It didn't go well. It was one of these lines. You're looking at me and you're saying, "Who gave this?" No, it was like jokes about like I haven't seen my dick or yeah, feet and right. whatever. Yeah. You know, just like all self-deprecating fat jokes, and it just it did very well. I didn't do very well for a while after that, but I did drop out after that first show. And my mom and step pop were furious, and I, and you know I say when they kicked me out for a couple of weeks, and then I came back, it was under the guys. I I explained to them, and I always tell this with a very like genuine things. They were like, "Why can't you go to college and do uh, and do that? You know, and, and do yeah. both." And I said, "No, it's like I know I'm a quitter by nature." You know, if I don't put everything into this, like I'll just as soon as it gets hard, I'll stop. So I gotta be, and, and 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 usually people say it's like, that's pretty noble, man. That's pretty cool. And then I said that on Burt Kreischer's podcast, and just having the perspective now, I always I've told the story for years, obviously. Yeah. So being thirty-seven and having a twelve-year-old daughter, how hard I laugh when he just starts cackling <laughs> at that story, and he goes, "You could have done both." And I'm like, "Yeah, come well, on. there's an old. Uh, I could have completely done both." There's an old story, then a line. I forget who said it, but if you have a, they say if you have a plan B, you have no plan A. If you have a, pl- a, a I do backup, agree, I do agree with that, but then my point just being is like to say to make this thing. It's like my personality lends itself that if I get, and she's like, all right, dude. Here's the reality. I didn't want to go to school. Right. I was like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. way more fun than yeah. going to school. And uh, but if she wanted to try it, like, yeah, if she wanted to try it now. I mean, I've helped her out. Like, do you think she, she's she did, funny? She did stand up. Yeah, she is funny. She did. Uh, I mean, I don't know if she could structure how well she would structure. Yeah, she's just like a smart ass kid. But or she's just a smart like, ass kid. Okay, it's right. funny. Like she's got a good ball bust sense about her, and she's like. Uh, and I, I helped think you her. You have up. to in your family, in your household. Yeah, I always tell. I always dad. tell stories like, I always, <laughs> but I always tell the story with her was like a, like how I'd make her like feel better and stuff. Like she was getting like you know fucked with at school in any kind of way, you know. And I'd be like, <laughs> I remember coming home and I'll be. She goes, he was saying blah blah blah, you know, about me, and he kept saying it, and I'd be like, well, you know, so say something back to him. She's like, I don't know what to say, and I'm like, no, that's listen. 
Let's get you sent to the principal tomorrow. <laughs> and I'd always be like, I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what is this kid? I'm like, do you want to attack like race or do you want to? <laughs> I'm like, what is he? You know, and she's like, uh, he's like Indian. And she's like, yeah, she was, we'd go through it, and I would just send her to school the next day with some just like some ammo. horrific thing to say. <laughs> and I just tell her, I'm like, you can't get caught. If you get caught, I'm not going to take take the blame. Yeah, for yeah, this. yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. gotta, like you <laughs> gotta <laughs> slide it. You gotta slide it in when there's no adults around. <laughs> and she got in trouble one time. One, one time, uh, oh, kids were trying great. to tell on her and say she has a really foul mouth at school or something like that. And uh, I don't, you I know, it, foul it, mouth. Again, it's, it's weird being like, you know, or said so she curses a lot, yeah. yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, it's, it was my first time being faced with that ever as a father, and you never know what you're like. I don't know how I'm gonna deal with her first boyfriend, I don't know how I'm gonna yeah. deal with the first boyfriend. I'm certain she's fucking, I don't know how to deal with any of those <laughs> things, you know what I mean? I don't know, I guess you take it all as it comes, but like, my reaction when they were like, you know, she's cursing in school, which it shook me because I'm just like, oh, like, I never see that side of her, I couldn't even picture her, you know. Being like fuck you guys, I mean mm-hmm. blah blah blah. If you think so, then it's fuck you, bitch. Like that would blow my it would blow my mind. She doesn't curse in front of you at all. No, but it's very possible she does that. And uh, I think I just told her the same thing, almost with the same idea. I was like, hey, I was like, I can't watch you 24 hours a day. You're gonna do things that you're gonna do. I was like, but I'm just saying, if it ever comes back to me from an adult that they heard you cursing, like, you're going to be in trouble. Right. Like, you have to be in trouble. So it's like, I'm like, I can't tell you how to talk. I'm just saying, like, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. It's certain time and place. You know what I mean? I try to teach her, like, I'm like, look, if you're out with your friends and you're cursing, how could I possibly stop? Just know it's like, you know, you sound, like, stupid probably if you're trying to force yourself to curse a bunch. Just to say, I remember seeing that, new, uh, the first time that struck me as that I was an adult, was going to play basketball one day, and seeing, like, you know, 13-year-old kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, blah, 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 and, you know, guy and a girl leaving, oh, you're going to go suck his dick, and, blah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. holy shit, man, <laughs> you're 13. I yeah. just had this experience, I was going up to uh, Dinosaur Barbecue up in uh, Harlem, Yeah, yeah. and we were on, we were also walking there. Also known as the 12-year-old dick-sucking capital of New York. Dude, <laughs> these two kids were cursing each other out, dropping the N-word, same thing. It, they must have been eight years old, and he's like, "Yeah, you suck my dick. Why don't you go suck my fucking dick?" And my wife and I just looked at each other, and we're like, "Are you kidding me right now? What it's are you insane. eight years old, and you're going to this fucking bodega by yourself to everyone's rolling around to and whatever?" I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Yeah, and, and again, that's that's that. But then that is all again a symptom of the technology. There's I think that every generation so exposed to it. Yeah. Every generation gets freaked out by the next generation. Seems of course, getting 100%. younger and younger. 100%. Younger. 100%. Totally. I mean, it's going to be two year olds saying "suck my dick." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean and they'd the, be like, "I would, but I can't yeah. see it. Where <laughs> is it?" The content on YouTube is generally protected by like. You promise you're over 18? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously? Pretty please? Yeah, that's true. That's I true. mean, my daughter's seen, like, you know, every... Yeah. I, mean, every I mean... Well, even just, like, things like porn. You have I, access to porn so much. Right. Sure, do you yeah, remember like, the what? first time you saw porn? Yeah. I don't remember the first time. I do. I mean, I, I totally was going back pretty young, dude. I, I remember, I like, I, raiding, like, recycling places and stuff, looking for, like, magazines yeah, that we could I, hide I in the woods. I like, probably now it's was, on my phone. I was 14, and I saw Fritz the Cat. Someone had uh, that yeah. videotape, oh, yeah. okay. and I felt yeah. like I was watching something so evil. You know, I couldn't believe I was watching it. I was 13. intrigued by all porn right away when I saw it, and I was into it probably way too young. Yeah, but it was super difficult to get it. But it was also, like I said before, at least like... And it was you super know, it's a shame to think that it's like... And like, what you got wasn't what you can get now. Well, now you just make but it. The fuck, you don't even but need the to de- find but yeah, The fact that the deviance wins is like... Uh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a bummer that because if you go like, I thought I was sort of unique not in a positive way necessarily but like you know my friends all came to my house because one I I was a 
I babysat my brother and sisters. They were much younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I always was a babysitter for them for hours after school. And I had a fucking telescope box full of porn magazines. So I was the house that had yeah. all the porn. And then I'd get the tapes. And everyone had some tapes. And you'd exchange and trade tapes. But I just had a much more like... I had more than everybody else. I, <laughs> I had all that stuff very young. And... So I was like the odd one. Jay was the original Mr. Th- Skin. Did you alphabetize? I feel no. like you're an alphabetist. But, 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 those, uh, but I thought I was a little bit odd in that way, and I, and I was. I still believed that that was odd. That said, now it's like the, 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 the actual reality dictates what one in that scenario, like, like the, the type of person that won in that scenario, because when I was... 15 or 16 or 17 maybe even 20 21 the concept that like a young girl would be into like getting cum on her face and all that kind of shit and no, seriously just trying yeah, yeah. Like, and trying anal yeah, like, yeah. it's just what i'm not saying they weren't fucking young and yeah they, people fucked young forever 60 years ago For 70 centuries. years ago people fucked you know you Whether know, they so, wanted to or not, somewhere yeah. between you know teen years and early 20s generally is like you know anything from 13 i guess to 20 something you know but now it's like uh, you, you hear those stories where it became, remember it became like a very widespread for a while with those uh, the girls would wear those like those bracelets the blowjob oh, yeah, bracelets yeah, yeah. Oh, snap yeah. off a bracelet it was like the girl what's or they have this part it, it's just or like they, the, or they'd have like a hey let's all get pregnant senior year right you, you want to hear yeah. stories yeah. you yeah. need yeah. a little more yeah. they, they, and the complain. rainbow party you heard about the, those things yeah. too. but there's Jesus the problem Christ. is I tried to get there's so a many lot yeah I try to get tickets they're always I was never cool enough there's a lot of public like you know outcry and and people that really come out on the side of like anti slut shaming no there needs to be a little more slut you need to have a little bit of that and my comedy is based solely off being triple X rated but I still do believe time in a place you know what I mean like sure I believe if someone complains when they come to my comedy show that I did a joke about some kind of shitty anal ass to mouth jizz filled something I'm like well, fuck off you yeah. fucking geek like you know it's like yeah, if, you did it comedy the, show, if you did it at a like convenience split. store it's one thing it's like grocery split, store, yeah, yeah. but my yes exactly like I, my daughter I know how to keep her away from me saying that joke now I think there's a place for that joke and those material and all that stuff but it's weird so it's like the desensitization of that it's like Maybe there should be a little more slut shaming. It's like, yeah, but yeah. there shouldn't be girls at 16, 15, those girls doing the, what's that, the rainbow part? They all put on different yeah, lipstick yeah, and yeah, then yeah. how many guys get their dicks sucked by. It's like, those girls, the, gir- uh, the, the first few girls. cringe right the now, first, man. The first few girls cringe who fucked. smile. Which one? The first few <laughs> girls. By cringe? the way, Ralph's already come three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, look, look the way he's holding this mic. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's ready to the go. The first couple yeah. girls in our school that fucked were almost like, and I'm not for the, that kind oh, of they were they were, yeah. they were ostracized. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone yeah. said they walked. I remember this is a very Philly. They walked with a gap, which doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they were fucked, so they because their yeah, thighs yeah, didn't yeah. touch. Yeah. It was, if your yeah. thighs didn't touch, it was because you got fucked a lot. Yeah, that's how black my neighborhood well, was. No, I mean, I, <laughs> everyone's thighs touched yeah. except for three uh, chicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those whores. Oh, well, you're absolutely man. right. The, the, like there, there's, there, there's a time and place for everything, and there is a little bit. Of, there is something to be said about having a little bit of shame and dignity. And it's funny though that thigh gap is a thing now. Like oh, that's yeah, a yeah. turn on for a lot of people. Well, that also is apparently something that started in like a subreddit somewhere. But they, let's see if we can make this a trending thing. The other one's like the bikini bridge. The bikini that's, bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's all, all like stupid. that's all like trolls trying to be like, hey, let's troll other people. Right. Exactly. Again, yeah. that's like the Maxim magazine uh, approach to the world now that I also don't get because to me it's like. Exactly my point. Like, if I'm gonna go hear dirty humor, yeah, I want to hear the filthiest fucking, right. most tasteless fucking joke. And then beyond that, like, 
If, you know, it's like the, 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 on the, the other spectrum of that, like besides dirty comedy, like, you know, Nate Bargatze, I think, is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And he is squeaky clean, but he's fucking fantastic. Like, right. how do you argue? Because this is the other end of the spectrum. He, if, it, would, it would be stupid if Nate just goes, like, I'm going to go do an all filthy ad. Not that he couldn't yeah. do the funny of it, but it's like, you're, you, why go so. Yeah, why? Doesn't need Away to, yeah. from what makes you funny. Like, that's not how your mind works. He was, his mind didn't work that way in. Conversations, and I know not that he's vanilla necessarily. You know, you could no, hang and talk Nate's got shit. Some edge to him. No, absolutely. Does, but you yeah. know, I'm saying, but it's like he's uh he has. A, I don't get like that's the other thing I don't get. Where it's like you know a gazillion hits on the picture of the girl with the bikini bridge. I'm like, you know, you can like I don't know open another term. Google page and, <laughs> yeah. and, and watch <laughs> a girl getting like you know a girl like yeah. you know getting a, a drilldo shit jam. What what is asshole. the bikini bridge? Like, why would you like waste a, a drilldo? What's the pictures of girls take the selfies laying down? And, and like uh, their and bikini, like, because like their hip doesn't bones, touch the. Yeah. Oh, okay, their hip yeah. bones like push the middle of the bikini out. Oh, okay, okay. It just you don't see anything. It means they're just super, super. They're skinny. thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't show anything. It doesn't make me horny. Like I said, I, I yeah. never got like. You know, the, the show like The Man Show or, or Spike yeah. TV. It's all that goes. And how about girls on trampolines, like in bikinis? It's like who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even weird. understand who cares. But it. it's like to me, it's, I'm not saying. If you were walking by on the street, you wouldn't be like, God damn, those girls yeah. are hot. But to invest two minutes into watching a video of a girl dancing in a fucking bikini or something, goes, who cares? J- I don't get it. Jay, how would you feel if you if you rolled up at your daughter's school or something and she was standing in front of a crowd of people just doing one of your routines word for word? <laughs> oh, man, it's <laughs> tough. And you were like, oh, shit, I guess she's paying attention. <laughs> or like, or like that was tag like, was better than mine. <laughs> yeah, like she was just killing it. It'd be it. weird if she's also <laughs> only, she's only doing your small penis jokes. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would try to focus it if that's something she has to I mean, if she was up in the front of a group of people telling yeah, anything. Yeah, do, just do I it. I did help her do she did stand-up comedy in front of her class one time. I helped her kind of like oh, work it out. And, so and, and, cool. and she came home like happy that she did it. Man, one of the funniest uh, st- stories. This isn't. I think she ended up doing the stand-up later this day, but they do career day in the auditorium. And uh, there's a visual in this story here that I'll, I'll explain, I guess. But they wanted me to do career day, but they never want me to go and talk about being a comedian they always want me to go do Just comedy be a comedian. Oh, and i try Jesus. to tell them that i'm like my and they go ah you know they're, 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 you can write a little something for you, you can do it. and then I'm, <laughs> in my mind when it's like three months away i'm always like i'll just throw together some bullshit to say or whatever it's no problem and then you know before you know it's the day before do you know what i mean and I, and my daughter gets home from school that day this is so funny and i i had made my de- decision right that i was like i'm not gonna uh do this like i'm gonna call her school and say i can't i got something came up and audition something i was like because i just don't have anything to say and i don't want to be weird and uh and i remember i had already uh gotten like rejected i was the, the, the night before i remember lynn coplitz it was pretty funny she probably saved my ass um the brickishaw ferguson was also going to be a career day that was like a big thing wow, from the new york what Jets. school is this out, out of freeport <laughs> it's uh, awesome it was, a, it was uh element Great. What is it? Elementary. Elementary. School? Elementary school. Yeah, out in in, uh, in Freeport. DeBrickshaw Ferguson was there. He's from that town, so that's right. why he was there. But he was gonna, you know, talk about being you know, on the Jets and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And and the only thing I had prepared 
was I said, uh, I was like, well, DeBrickishaw Ferguson is going to come up here and tell you if you apply yourself and work hard that <laughs> you could all be football stars, which is true for a lot of you, except the Jewish kids. <laughs> you guys should look into uh, sports management. <laughs> and then Lynn Coppins was just shaking her head like, no, like you can't say except you Jewish kids. I go, but I'm not saying like Jew or any kind of derogatory. She goes, just they're not going to want you separating them. Like you're you're going to say most of you can because there's a bunch of black people and Hispanics, and, but but except for you Jew. And she's right. I couldn't have done that. But in my mind, I'm like, is that a big deal? Because it's so much more benign than what I do. You right, know? right. And uh, sure enough, she came home from school today. I was like, I think I'm going to cancel this thing. And she goes, um, okay. And I saw a hesitation in her voice. I'm like, what's what's wrong? You really want me to do it? She was like, I mean, it's up to you if you don't want to do it. I understand. I go, I just don't have anything prepared, Isabella, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say, and I'm going to be lost. And she goes, it's fine. You can cancel. I just, you know, they got, uh, they already, I got a kid to go up and, like, introduce you and say a few words and stuff before you. So I was like, really? I go, who? And she just points at herself, and she's like, Oh. And I was like, well, I can't steal her fucking moment now. <laughs> so I went and told fucking... Cock jokes You're doing it down a little bit. Where are my kikes in the house? I told told, like joke book jokes and just like, you know, I had the kids come up and tell their favorite joke. I just played the kids. It was just like, it's look, it's it's like anything too. And I know there's no other like stage performance here necessarily, but like any comic will probably tell you, like, once you get on stage, if you're comfortable on stage in general, like, you're just like, I'll figure it out. Like, you get up there, you're just like, let me just iron out what I'm going to do. It's like, you just look confident and be like, oh, let's have some of you guys tell some of your favorite jokes. Then I'd critique their jokes. And And that's where you got most of your routine for your last special. Well, that also also comes from years of experience, though, too. No, no, absolutely. You know, like, you could sit behind, you know, DJing equipment and just be like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you so. are. You guys are yeah, announcing. Like, Ralph's like, yeah. a, you know, it's funny that comes into play when we do these cruise ships together. Ralph saves my ass because <laughs> they're like, Jay, you're gonna host a beer pong, and the reality is like, it's a room that's chaos. Yeah. Now, if yeah. it's a room that's chaos, and they're like, go to a comedy show, like I'll start shitting on people. But I'm up there going like, guys, sorry, so we need to get the contestants. Um, <laughs> you all right, who said they signed? And then everyone said they signed up, and there wasn't enough tables. I'm like, and I literally just panic and text Ralph like, Ralph, please come save me. And Ralph's kicking people out. He goes, no, nah, dude, you waited too long. You're out of here. You go <laughs> over here. everyone. And by the way, but still being fun, right? And, and with yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. everyone loved just it, and it went control. off without a hitch, and yeah, there was a yeah. winner, and it all worked out. And he just knows how to like uh, control a room. Like every time we have to go out and announce like bands on the show, I'm like, "You go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very different uh, microphone skill set of the "Hey, everybody." Kind of like nonsense that I do. It's not nonsense. Well, I mean, whatever it is, you know, it's yeah. a because yeah. it's a very different skill set. It's a, Jay. I, I usually will open and then give it to Jay, which yeah. is easier to do uh, because then he'll be funny, you know. But it's it's funny when you said before about if you're feeling confident about it because. Not on, on a ship rock that Jay wasn't on. I've hosted seven of them now. Six. The seventh one's coming up. It was me and three other radio people because there's 20 bands, yeah. three or four at a time. So a few of us are our hosts. And Five Finger Death Punch was about to go on. This is three years ago, I think. And the guy that puts the cruise together comes up and says, okay, we're about to set sail. There's everybody's on the boat. The, everyone's drunk. Everyone's ready. But now we just found out it's going to be a 30-minute delay before the band goes on. And if somebody doesn't go up soon, they're going to rip the fucking stage apart. Yeah. It was like chaos. So I, gra- I tell the two other radio hosts, all right, come on, let's just go fill some time. Yeah, right. They would not do it. They were terrified because they're just radio people. They're not used to 
talking to 2,000, 3,000 people. So I just went up and killed 15 minutes. Which is odd because they do that, just not in front of them. They're very different. If you ever go to any concert where a DJ comes out first, a lot of times like, hey, everyone, yeah. we're yeah, so-and-so yeah, yeah, yeah. from the blah, 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 morning. Like, it's like the things they know how to say. Yeah. All right, we're going to be around. You guys stick around okay, and enjoy the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And like, they just There's leave, nothing to like, it, yeah. A big one that you'll hear no a lot vamping. of them. A lot of them are this, like let's say it was five finger death punch. When I say five finger, you say <laughs> death punch. You know, just, yeah. It's an easy <laughs> nonsense. You know, sure. but, you just cheer along. Yeah, that's a very popular for the people that are uncomfortable on stage. R- it's Ralph, an easy out. It's much oh. harder to point out one jerk off and try to make him look like an <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> just different styles. Just different styles. I want to ask you this question as a professional host uh, because this came up. My wife brought it up to me. She she watched the Billboard Music Awards and she saw, uh, I guess. Some of these reality stars got booed. They were they were up there presenting. I think uh-huh. some of the Jenners were up there. There's like, Boo, and and it made me so frustrated as a professional broadcaster, thinking like, hey, what are you doing there? Do you know what I mean? Right. Why are you doing this? So when you see people that are hosting gigs or jobs like that, does it frustrate you? It at kills all, me you... because I've always said this that just because you are, and this happens in radio too, like just because you're a rock star doesn't mean you should have a radio show. Like I, I hate to say, I'll say that I love Nikki Six. Yeah, one of the most talented guys, great songwriter, everything, but. He is not a radio host. Oh, David Lee Roth, classic dude, example. Not New a radio. York. Yeah, well, he, was, he was hired to few. take the bull. He was. He hired was, to, he take was hired to take this. The, yeah, he took D. Snyder is actually good, but yeah. most of these guys, just because you're famous, doesn't mean you should be doing this. Bethany Frankel's another one. Sure. Just because you're good on that stupid uh, live show doesn't mean you should have a talk show. Was yeah. that kind of like even like, <laughs> like for all the shit you can give? Of course, who couldn't give like Ryan Seacrest? Like he knows how to do he's radio. A great, yeah, 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 he's a good. He knows how to like you know get something. When you turn the radio on, he doesn't panic. He can just say. That's why he hosts time, 10 yeah. different things. Yeah, he's he very good. I think yeah. he's one of the most polished guys out there. Sure. I've never heard him flub, never once on live shows. And in the same respect, just because you're a good comedian doesn't mean you should have a podcast. Yeah, no. Jay's one of the few that he's very good at both. And I think a lot of comedians are would be better podcasters, and a lot of uh, comedians that. shouldn't be podcasters. What about radio hosts on reality TV shows, as you were? Oh, that was it. I'm a, Sorry, a, I went way back there. It's a, sele- it's a select few of us that actually were on radio and reality. I don't think there's too many of us. Well, Jay, that, still, you still haven't seen that episode, have you? I, I, no, I, I have to. I saw the episode, and I was like, oh, that's where I know Ralph from. I was like, where do I know him from when I first saw an image of you? I got to watch it now because Ralph. I mean, we're going back 10 years. For yeah, those that don't know, ago. Ralph was on an episode of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. The most watched episode Was ever. it the most watched episode? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. He... <laughs> Is trying to claim responsibility, and I almost want to get behind the campaign. <laughs> I almost want to get behind the campaign to promote this because Ralph is just saying, and I'll get, I'll get behind it. I'll give you the credit, buddy. I just want to stand next to you on top of the mountain. Um, he's claiming that a guy is using ass wipes after the bathroom. He's saying he started that from Queer Eye for the Straight. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. What? It wasn't. It was not done. Guys did not do that, and I had when it aired. We're talking eleven years ago. It was now, a while ago, yeah. People, I've been using ass wipes. I mean, the show's only, been off the air for a solid yeah, five right. or six years. I've been only, I've been using ass wipes for only about three, four. I'm years. telling you, guys would come up to me in the street and say, "I don't know why I never thought of that before. It's the greatest thing." And it was my girlfriend that used to keep them in the bathroom, and I just started using them. And I'm like, "Why am I not always doing this?" And I did it on camera. Uh, I didn't actually use it on yeah. camera, but they, that would have been cool. And they, they asked me about it, and my line, I think, that got cut was, how do I have to teach five gay guys about cleaning their assholes? <laughs> and it became a thing, though, where it was, at least for that first year, I'm telling you, 30 guys came up to me and said, I don't know why I never did that I before. definitely you know, had friends in college who did it, but I, I couldn't put the line, the time. We're talking 11 years ago, and I'd already been using it. 
for a few years before that. And I remember Stern would talk about it every once in a while, too. Is this what you want to no, be known for? No, not true. That's what yeah. I want to be known for. Is this you want to be known for that? This not, is going by the way, on not true. Stern, doesn't, Stern still this day doesn't you. That's Stern, why he talked about baby wipes all the time. No, not baby wipes. He gets, he wets toilet paper. That's what it is. He uses, like, why do I know about Howard Stern's wiping habits? Because he talks about it all the time. Now I know about Ralph's, too. Shit. Absolutely. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, you hope, fight, I, I hope Ralph thought of it. I have, this is what I have. I have 11-year-old proof on video. You do have documented proof. That I did it. So you show me something it, earlier than that. It is literally an IMDb that. credit for you. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to. You know about a great scene? If, <laughs> it, if, it, if they did show it, like you said, if they showed you like wiping your ass and then just four uh, white squirts hit your back. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the queer eye guys? Five. <laughs> so what was that experience like just doing reality TV? Uh, that was, that was great. Like the that was, of that was a very well. different, I think, than most reality shows because yeah. it was a week of 50 people's only job trying to make you feel good. You know, oh, so sure. how did they redo you, your house? We did my stuff. house. Bought me sixty thousand dollars worth of really? furniture and clothes. Wow! wow. Uh, Wait, really? do you have to yeah, pay? You nuts. had to pay taxes on that nothing. or anything? I paid nothing. You oh, just yeah. you just had to exist. You just exist. That and was um, crazy. Then I was I would say as close to what I would feel like an A list celebrity ever. Where I got out of speeding tickets, the cop said, huh. "I can't give you a ticket. You were great on that show." You oh know, wow! I would get, I could, I was. And then he a, handed you some ass wipes. Exactly. <laughs> Do they pay you? Also no, they to just be give you the, the show or all the stuff. I think they paid you like a dollar in promotion legally, the but then yeah, everything else is yeah. they oh, give wow. you. All but, price. Yeah, but it was sixty grand worth of stuff. It was amazing shit. Too. Furni- furni- I had a five thousand dollar bed. It was nuts. Wow. And then the, the funniest God. thing that ever happened. I was in Miami. I actually thought, which is so ridiculous to say, but. I was getting recognized so much in New York, and it was to the point of craziness. I said, "I that called." It was like a phenomenon. It was a, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a booming show. And I yeah. said to my mom, and they were showing my episode more than any other episode because Vince Neil from Motley Crue was on it. That's right. And it just well, you know there were strippers on it. It was crazy. Um, I said, "I'm going to go visit my mom. I'm just going to get out of here. It's a little too crazy." Not thinking that I'm going <laughs> to South Beach, gay capital of the world, <laughs> and it was ten times more ridiculous. <laughs> and I went to a restaurant with my mom, and the next day it was in the paper because wow. it was a new restaurant. That it was like, oh, it's a hot spot. Even the new guy from Queer Eye <laughs> was there. <laughs> that so show could have gotten you so much dick. Dude, yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you have your own brand of ass wipes? Yeah, you think by now. Why don't you capitalize? Brand of ass wipes. Sutton's Supple Butt Wipes? <laughs> <laughs> Sutton's Swiffers. <laughs> supple Sutton. like it. <laughs> How many 8x10s did you get up in the diners? You know what's funny? <laughs> is that I, I got a... That's I me next to Woody Allen at Lane's. <laughs> I got almost 1,000 emails from single women across the country. Wait, how'd they get your email? What That's creepy, right? Well, through my radio show, they found okay. it. Okay. You know, it, they never sense. said... I think they, they they said the name of my radio show, mm-hmm. but they never said my last name. Okay. But they found me, and I would get pictures sent and uh, requests to fly me out to different cities. And, and obviously, none of them prettier. I would have done it, but uh, it was crazy. It was it was. Yeah, really, you don't seem prudish from listening to no, your podcast. No, 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 I would have done any of it. <laughs> I but. can see you replying to those emails right now. Like, hey, I, re- I, re- I know <laughs> it's been ten years. What are you up to? What's up, no, mom? They don't. Yeah. They don't be too old for me now. That's the problem. Uh, do you guys remember signing your first autograph? Do you remember that experience, or like somebody come up I to you? I remember signing say, my first titty. Yeah, <laughs> I my do. First autograph? No, I think because I think it was pretty young. Because again, people come to shows; they don't know the 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 Did levels of comedy. I've been signing autographs awesome. for a very like far beyond ever where I would anyone would give a shit to like deem necessary. <laughs> I mean, yes, it yeah. wasn't necessary at all, but people just ask for. I mean, look, maybe now or them if they've stayed with you know. How often are you career. signing autographs now? Pretty often. Uh, on the road, yeah, a bunch. Yeah, I would yeah. think I'd New York is kind of cool though. to ask for an I take, a, I mean, I take 
a bajillion pictures right. every night. Are you ever afraid that that they'll use that pi- or do something with that picture? Do you care? Like, <laughs> you of, know, of what? Of just seriously, with me like, and them? no. I, I ask this question a lot because I I never like when I was on the radio for. 10 years I never put a picture Of my wife anywhere mm. so Last thing I needed Was someone just getting A picture of my wife Drawing a dick on it Putting it all over the internet You know what I mean and like Yeah bring, but only my friends Know what my daughter looks like Really too yeah. like, I keep that, I kind of keep that Very like Yeah like low key I don't have stuff. pictures Of her all over my Facebook You know yeah. this is how Different I am When, when my uh, On tour bus The radio show The first couple of years We were doing the show we would take the standard normal picture with the rock star arm around, yeah. and then we would take one where it would look like one of us was fucking the other one in the ass, or one <laughs> of us blowing one, like begging people to just put put a dick on there or something. <laughs> because I just it doesn't matter to me. It's different when you have a daughter yeah, yeah, or yeah, someone yeah. you want to protect. Right. I don't care. My philosophy for life, like we talked about this a lot. When somebody says something on Twitter or Facebook about me, like you're a piece of shit for hitting on a 19-year-old or whatever it is, I will always favorite and retweet it. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, I do that too. That's the best way to diffuse it. Yeah, just go right at it. Um, I'm just happy they're talking about me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I did that, when I told that Michael Vick joke on... Uh, yeah, you got some shit for a uh, petition online or something. But all that was fine. I did think that was all fun and funny. The, all, all the negativity from it was fine, except for like one thing was like... Uh, like how about we use your dog? How about we find your daughter and use her for bait no. for a dog fight? That's or something crazy. Like that. or, or, and That's I was like, crazy. And I was like, so That's you know, crazy. I'd like, everyone I'd, knows daughters I, are not good. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I had to call her school and really be like, hey, make sure she gets on the bus. Right. Like, I, I, I did a thing on TV, and they. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love animals, but anyone that puts a human life below an animal life, it's like, all right, it's got nothing to do with unless that. it's yeah. a really yeah, cute that, dog. That's that's, yeah. that's too much of a logical thought you're putting yeah. behind something right. completely logical. There are they're upset about. Fictitious dogs that I made yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. You can't rationalize and say insanity happen. and craziness. I, 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 every way you can, keeping all the edge in that joke, every way you can disclaimer it, I did before I told it. I mean, yeah. literally, everything I could possibly say. I say I know Michael Vick's terrible for what he's done. Yeah. If he got traded, I think he should be in jail. Like, all these things that are, you know, and keeping them still in jokes, but they're very like disclaimering sentences of like, but hey, if, unless anyone out there thinks that I'm like, you know, pro. Dogma. This is clearly a joke. Like, how much more can you say without saying those words? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a joke, and then I do it, and then it's all and it's all hypotheticals. I don't talk about any dog he's already killed. I, right. I, I go like, if he wins, I would send him dogs to, to you know, whatever. It's, it's a joke. I but, think people uh, just but, like but, being outraged. These no, they days. do, but it's yeah. like it's amazing how many people. And then they get to a thing where it's like you're threatening like my daughter. It's like it's such a dumb. Yeah. It's the unsilent like, that's minority. Your, that's that, your that drives response. everyone crazy. Yeah. But but this costs. This type of stuff costs people's job. I like, almost like had you my can't radio really show. get fired from comedy. I mean, you can be banned from clubs and stuff, but you can't like sure. get fired from comedy. No, right? It's a conceptual so, job. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so so. But you I, could get fired from a radio. I station. almost but, had but, my yeah, show fired. I almost got fired years ago. For making fun of a guy in a six-foot uh, banana costume, that I don't know if we ever talked about. CC banana. CC banana. He died. He died. Killed himself. Yeah, he killed himself probably because of what I did. If, well, clearly, um, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, we were, I and mean, it's, it's it's hard to explain the whole thing, but basically, we were at a concert. I was hosting. It was a poorly promoted concert. We were called the day before. Please give away tickets. We gave away fifty tickets in a venue that held five thousand people. There was 52 people there. I mean, it was Jeez. totally empty. And he was the MC of the night. And at one point, he got attacked on stage by the, one of the bands as a joke. Okay. The promoter gave me a pair of Twisted Sister tickets for the following night that was sold out just to like get whatever few people were there riled up. And I just jokingly said, all right, well, 
the next person that tackles CC Banana, I'll give you the tickets. You know, <laughs> he had already been tackled. So, and he's wearing a six foot foam banana outfit. Some put guy, a hair on his head, man. That's what happened. Some guy picked him up <laughs> for twisted and put him on the floor. That's all he did. Picked yeah. him up, put him, didn't tackle him, did it gently. He came running back in the sta- in the uh, backstage and he punched me. Oh, jeez! And I'm like, all right, dude, now we're even. I mean, yeah, fine, we're even. You got me in the face. No, like on the shoulder or something. Okay, but yeah. he was mad. And I said, in the in the, the banana a- costume. The appropriate no, level not of reaction banana. to that. You got punched like. by a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, my attitude is: you think a six foot, a guy in a six foot banana costume could take a joke? Yeah. But then there was a website at the time called Metal Sludge, which still exists to this day, where they made it their vendetta to get me taken off the radio. Right. They were s- sending emails CC every banana. day because their boy, it was their mascot, CC Banana, got tackled at the show. And then what happened was, it, remember this? Wait, previously tackled at the show. Yes. He had, <laughs> and remember there was a mascot in some baseball game years ago that got tackled by a fan. Do you remember this? It was a, it was a big news story. It happened to be the day after ours happened. So he tried to send it out to newspapers as it's a it's a trend now that mascots are being attacked. That's hilarious. And wanted to get me taken off the air. Shouldn't we get blame Ace Ventura for that really? Yeah, right. <laughs> Laces out, man. Punches foot off the eagle. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Face, yeah. That's one of the best scenes and of that it's movie. It's still like the Miami Dolphins in there too. <laughs> but I still feel in life you can attack me any way you want, but don't go after my livelihood. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Metal the sludge. CC Banana was a nice enough dude, but you know, fuck it. Yeah. Who gives a shit? That's your personal vendetta because yeah. uh, he got you know placed on the ground. I mean, really? placed, well, placed on the ground. You kind of touch on the point though. There is a lot of this. Uh, I don't like that, so it shouldn't exist anymore. Right? And mentality is the first. I don't like that. I'll turn it off, or I don't like that. I will go elsewhere. Yeah, but the, I don't the, like that. It can't exist in my in, in this world anyway. Yeah, think that's it's a sad. Well, it's, it's a sad. It's state like you're a human. You're family. You have to pay yeah. for rent. You got to right. do all this shit, and and people are just like, yes, fuck this guy. He shouldn't have a life. Exactly. You know? It's so crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, guys. Normally, before we do our interview, we we talk about uh, news and what's happening in comedy news, and we didn't do that today because we were excited to have you guys on we just thought we'd have a nice solid discussion which we did and thank you very much for you that. know what's funny when you said before we do an interview i thought aren't we doing the interview yeah right yeah well, well we're wrapping it up i guess <laughs> but um letterman's retiring tonight as of this taping you know letterman yeah. calls it calls it a day yeah. uh tonight on cbs on cbs you guys were big fans were you into the late night stuff growing up or you know is letterman an influence on you so guys at all I am a tremendous fan. I've been watching him since he started. I'm older than everyone in the room. And my mom used to run comedy clubs in New York from when I was about 11. So I, he came on the air when I was, I think I was about 13. He came on the air. And my mom, because uh, Tonight Show was West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, Late Show with David Letterman at the time was East Coast. And a lot of the comedians she was trying to work with, or it was a way to find comics. And I would watch it. I would actually call my mom if I saw it and say, you need to... Uh, Trying like I'd be in Miami. I remember the first time Norm Macdonald was on. Mm-hmm. He was it was his first appearance ever on a on a show. I called my mom. I was in Florida. Said you have to book this guy at your comedy club, and I would look at it as some like a way to find new comedy. Oh, that's great. I grew up around you know we've talked about this on the podcast, but Seinfeld and Romano and all these guys that Chris Rock that are tremendous now. I was 10, 11 years old watching them every weekend because it was cheaper than a babysitter to have me come and sit in the comedy club in the back. That's cool. So for me, I've been, wa- I've been DVRing it for the past month and watching every single one because it, it is emotional to me. It's a part yeah, of I mean, life. going back to Norm, Norm was on last week and actually broke yeah. down. It's like, that's yeah. so weird to see Norm MacDonald do that because Norm MacDonald like, doesn't, that part of his brain to me doesn't fire. Yeah. The Norm MacDonald, like, the sad, the sad bad, feeling. Yeah. And it was weird kind of watching those two trying to like, 
almost kind of do a hug at the end where like Letterman doesn't have that part of his brain, neither does Norm, so they're just kind of like... Yeah, no one yeah. knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking like, fashion helmets. Letterman did hug Regis, though. He like really hugged Regis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really hugged like like uh, Bill Murray last night, too, because yeah. those guys... They're How nuts. about Stern? I didn't see the Stern one, but I know. I did not see the Stern, but it was Stern, Don Rickles, and Letterman. It was great. It was the three yeah. of them. Yeah, just, it's like, a literally hell of a show. Just, Busting each other's chops the entire time, so that's great. It's what? uh, I, I'm DVRing the one from the night. It's the only one mm-hmm. I've watched the last couple weeks. I mean, I was like, a, I think he's great. Yeah, does that make sense? That's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I uh, always preferred it to the Tonight Show, even Johnny Carson days. I always thought it was like a, a funnier show. Obviously, I'm gonna go back to Sergio and Muji Bar. Remember oh, those? Yeah, remember <laughs> those? But like, you nice. know, and the top ten list was always funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it means a good show. It's just like. You know, as the world spins, man. You know, it's just like you lose track of things. Like I haven't watched a Letterman. I haven't watched. Episode, but but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. if I to give my uh, eulogy to that show, I will say I'm sure it's something he hates being brought up. But it's the tr- the way he handled that fucking yeah scandal, shit with the, yeah. the banging the intern yeah. and the guy trying to to blackmail him was unbelievable. One of the one of the most interesting things on. YouTube ever and and that said, um, you say you know was was he influenced like not comedically? I don't even know his comedy and his mm. sense of humor on the show, not necessarily, but the honesty of that, like yeah. talking to the masses and just being like, "Hey, here's my fucking, here's what happened." That yeah. is, I, I do find that inspiring and, and influential in in a way that I, I'm very like, you know, it's look when I was a a kid or even like maybe 21 or 22 years old. I'm like, wow, I, man, remember we went and banged those Asian hookers? Like, I would never tell anyone in the world about that, where mm-hmm. now it's like, I almost look at it as like, whatever, dude. It's just yeah, like, now, it's my history. Now, now he's just, periscoping but it. Just like, <laughs> but just in the sense of just saying, it's like, it's my history, man. You know, it's like, it's what I, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, like, just kind of owning it. Yeah, very human. Just owning man. it. And yeah. when he owned that situation and fucking kept it funny, it was genuinely a funny speech he gave. Yeah, And, yeah. and, and his time, like, he had like... It was insane. It was, way, a the, long it was a long too. speech too. It was, it was very like long. 10, 15 minutes. Oh yeah, at but least, but, yeah. but it's like but even like his he had comedic timing. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Remember, he was like, "Have you slept with your uh, with your workers, your interns?" And he looks around the audience, and the audience is almost going like, "Yeah." Oh, he goes, and my answer is, um, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> it was him going through that whole thing, and he was like, "Which I, you know, is a." Is very shameful, uh, mostly for them. I'm guessing, like, you know, <laughs> and like you know, I thought it was brilliant. And that, and that I, to see him go, it's like if in the send off of him, I, that that was like such an awesome moment. And I, I don't think him and his wife broke up over it, and I don't think, and, no. and they shouldn't have. I thought he just nailed it. I thought the best you can do in that situation is what he did. Also, what I love about him forever is that he was the only late night guy where you didn't know what was going to happen. It was a little dangerous. It was a little edgy. Yeah. Where Fallon is so polished. Oh, of course. And so middle America. And now everyone else is too, like James Corden, all those They're guys. All polished. It's like, They're hey, all so play, nice and play nice. Play I got to say, Fallon is a breath of fresh air off Jay Leno. Yeah. Mean, oh, 100%. I love Fallon. And also, I like I'm what Fallon's doing. Fallon. Yeah. I, I think he's doing I like great Fallon. I think he's funny. I, I think he's a sweetheart of a guy. But it's a different show. I like him a lot. But I liked. There was an edge to Letterman. I like There was an edge to Letterman. Kimmel has a little bit of edge. You know, Kimmel's pretty edgy. He's pretty, pretty edgy. But. Letterman, I remember as a kid watching, feeling like, oh, you don't know what's going to happen. Something, Andy something, Kaufman anything. or like the Charles Grodin interview. Yeah, like, it was those great. Two are just like, it's like, what is this real? What's <laughs> happening here yeah. with this stuff? So, yeah, that is gone in late night. The edge is gone, unfortunately. And I, and I think it's Although I think uh, Kimmel's uh, get with the uh, twerking girl. That was one of the coolest things in a long time. Yeah, yeah. but it, but 
that's still not like it's not end. edgy. It's, it's like, not edgy. Like Letterman to me is like New York cool. It's yeah. like yeah, I don't want to. Letterman's very to New York. I don't want to fucking yeah. talk to you. Like I'm. I'm in fact, to... some girls in the last couple of weeks, I think it was uh, Julia Roberts said she was afraid to come on because he would shamble the hell out of out of dumb girls. And that's the other thing too is like there's no. You used to be scared of some late night guys. Yeah. There, no one's scared of Jimmy yeah, Fallon. Yeah, but the edgy, know? but the the edgy kind of bar has moved forward. It, it has. So that's it a has. lot of the big thing. It's like now it's like, what's edgy when I mean like you know Game of Thrones is like a, essentially a fucking porno with dragons. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, to some degree. Yeah. Much. I know it's not, but it's like with crazy when I was, deaths. When I was a child, I could have absolutely jerked off. To Game oh of yeah, Thrones. yeah. I don't completely. watch the show at all now because I have porn to jerk off. <laughs> I don't care about dragons. You, you have, dra- I was gonna say, you have <laughs> dragon. You're really into dragons. Yeah, not into dragon. I hate porn, dragons. Man. <laughs> no, well, I, I did love that. Like when Letterman have like a Paris Hilton type on there, he's, and he would shamble like, them. It was great. Like, I mean, that's what the, the thing. Fuck is, like he would just yeah. rip apart. Yeah, I like when he tried to rub off the tattoo of Bieber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it hurt him because it was a new tattoo. Yeah, and then he called yeah. it the Sixteen Chapel, and they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Sixteen Chapel. I actually thought that too. We talked about it in the podcast. I thought it was up until I was like thirty. Yeah, I thought it was the Sixteen Chapel. You ever seen it in real life? No. no, I saw in real life. It's incredible. Like it, I oh, was the, actually the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, I was I've actually seen it. Justin, Justin can't, believe, can't believe how like done. you're looking at it. You're like, holy shit! This is like everything you talk about. You're in this room and it's just quiet, and you're looking. It's not even just the ceiling. It's the entire wall. It's like this whole scene that kind of just spills up into the ceiling. Yeah, most people only think it's you know the yeah, picture yeah, with yeah, the yeah, fingers no, are no, about to touch. Just, it's pretty overwhelming. It's overwhelming. You for? You yeah, got to walk yeah. through a museum of a lot of crap to get to it. And the you guys going on a fucking no? I went to Roman vacation together. Were you holding hands and skipping? No, but my. My wife uh, snuck a picture, and she took her phone, and she just did one of these jobs, like she yeah, put it down like low, no and just like snapped a whole bunch like, of photos. Yeah, they got to let that go by now. I mean, I understand now. Well, were you guys the first? The paint, were you guys the first gay marriage in the in the Vatican? <laughs> we, were. we were. It was great. We were. <laughs> we definitely were. Jeez, that's terrible. Well, guys, congratulations on all the success. Yeah, yeah one year on not the, only one, in your personal in lives, but uh, with the SDR show. Thank and, you. Uh, and Legion of Skanks yeah, and Tour Bus. Yes, all all those things. And I always I don't say this enough. Because I don't have anywhere near as many Twitter followers as Jay. Okay. I am Ralph Sutton is my Twitter. Follow him. I am Ralph Sutton. Follow me. I am Ralph Sutton. I am Ralph Sutton. And add the SDR show too. The SDR show at Twitter. And it's also the same for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for both of us. Me and the SDR show. Nice. And Jay, uh, where are you going to be performing at? Coming up I here, am so? Ralph Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> A new club open up? When's it come out? When's this come out? Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, good. Tomorrow, people of Syracuse, come out tonight <laughs> and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's the Syracuse Funny Bone. Yeah, because uh, of his Syracuse Funny Bone, we have to wait to see Mad Max till next week. Oh, saw it. I'm psyched. I'm going I'm tonight. Saw, saw, can't go saw it last tonight, night, man. man. Is it worth it? I heard it's amazing. I yeah. went to a late... I stayed up till three in the fucking morning to watch it. That's how I bad I wanted to see. It's wait, so good, finish man. It was, oh, yeah, finish where you are, We're in a bit of a plug. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, and then <laughs> next week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I will be at... Uh, comics at Foxwoods. One very nice. important thing: we are hosting the Motorhead Cruise together. Nice. Uh, and if you want to go, MotorheadCruise.com. If you use the code SDR, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, you get $150 onboard credit to use towards beer or gambling. merch or gambling or anything like that. So Good deal. It's Motorhead, Slayer, Anthrax, Exodus. $150. Uh, that's so at least moments of fun on Motorhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like us buying you a six pack or a twelve pack of beer. Moments More like a six, probably. <laughs> and you're at Big J Okerson? Uh, at Big J Okerson, yes, on Twitter and Big J Okerson on Facebook. And then I'll get Instagram together. Don't worry. You have it, though, I thought. I sure, it's there. I'll put out have. some photos of some sex and some drugs and some rock and roll. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Thank actually, you. we just, I just, I'm 80% done with the new shirts. 
that are going to awesome. be awesome. They're really 80%. cool. 80%. I love where yeah, you're I'm, at with yeah, this. 80% done. I'm, just, I'm waiting on one tweak for the logo, and we're printing up very, very cool new shirts. Ralph likes to work in pie charts. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. It's we're a good about logo. 79% it's a good into our pie chart business. Uh, how OCD is I, I, I have a feeling, yeah, I have a feeling oh. like a lot won't get done if you don't have not Ralph with you. Is Ralph uh, OCD? Very true. No, yeah. it's not, Ralph's not OCD, man. Ralph is, and this is a, a, a quality a that doer. he shares with uh with Louis J. Gomez, with uh, Legion of Skanks, saying, doer. He's a doer. And, and I'm, a, I'm a good follower in that regard, in the business sense of everything. But Ralph is a doer, and Ralph is, the, uh, <laughs> Ralph is uh, a huge part of the SDR success, man. The, the, Wait, the talk work, slower. The work he He's into jerking. It. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the work he puts into it, man, is, is really, and, and he knows I appreciate it. Well, it, it sounds it's, like it's, really, it's paying off, too. It's pretty to, wild. Yeah. And we have fun. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we, just, we both have fun together. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's funny. We've talked about He's become basically uh, like one of my best friends in the past year. I mean, we've known each other for eight years. Yeah. But we've spent a lot of time together in the past year. Yeah. And we, we like the way each other's penises taste. So that really helps, too. I also think that was the first. Cherries. I also think that was the first mention of Louis J. Gomez's name with no one doing the Luis J. Gomez voice. <laughs> I don't do a Luis J. Gomez. I don't know how to do that. Everyone has a Luis J. Gomez. You have an inner. That, have an the inner. whole reason Legion of Skanks exists is to think so Jay and Dave can do Luis's, Luis impressions. It's 76% of why I exist. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reference my pie chart. Get ready for your shrooms, by the way. Man. Yeah, <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Yeah, yeah. With any luck. luck, you're taking some shrooms soon. Yeah, it's really crazy. We, by the way, we were number one in iTunes comedy in February. That's great. Which is nuts. It's just crazy. Well then, we we are not, so yeah. you can plug us. There we go. We're, we're, we're right behind you at three hundred and sixty-five. <laughs> so we'll see you in a minute. All right, guys. Cheers. <laughs>